Welcome to Sustainability Stories, Balancing Act of People, Planet and Profits podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you very much for joining me every week. And if you're a newcomer joining today, welcome. While you're here, please do take a moment to give your reviews and rating for the show as it really helps. I started the show with the intention to inspire and challenge hospitality in their sustainability journey. We've interviewed general managers, consultants, founders, and academics to share green solutions that are good for the planet and profit. I hope you learn from these interviews and most importantly, do something with it. Joining me today is star sustainability champion from a hotel in Dubai. This is a homegrown five-star brand which has started to make great progress in their sustainability journey. They have won the Dubai Tourism Award as the most sustainable resort in Dubai. That's JA Resorts and Hotels and Sam Jarogi, Cluster Quality Assurance Manager, joining me in the studio today. So I'll wait for Sam to give us all about the journey at JA Resorts and Hotels. Thank you so much for that lovely intro. Radhika, it's a, it's an honor to be part of this podcast today, and I hope uh, our viewers and listeners will learn a lot from these discussions. I'm sure they will, Sam. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. I actually visited the hotel today, and I've seen Sam's office, and I can definitely tell you it's one of the beautiful views he's got. <laughs> so why don't I actually start with asking, Sam, why don't you give us the layout of the land of the hotel, and what's your favorite spot at JA Resort, Dubai? Wow, that's a very interesting question. Well, I must say, um, uh, Jay, the resort is a 128-acre property. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me personally, um, I think I'm very fortunate enough to have a very nice office uh, view of the marina, whereby, I mean, uh, whenever you're, 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 you're into a lot of uh, you know, work-related stress, I could always turn my neck back and see the, the lovely yachts and boats. Um, on the sea and uh, the other favorite p- part of the resort that I do personally love is a Bay Bay rooftop bar where you can actually see the greens of the golf course and it's absolutely amazing stunning views I can tell you beautiful and I know having witnessed this that picture will still remain in my head I know <laughs> <laughs> a lot want to come back and uh, you know just uh, absorb the beauty of the resort great So Samuel, what got me intrigued and invited you to this podcast is also, as you know, you are Quality Assurance Manager. That's correct. But looking into sustainability. Absolutely. It's my newfound passion now. (laughs) (laughs) And when you visit the hotel, the minute you mention anything sustainable, it's all about Samuel. So I'm really (laughs) curious to understand, how did you rise up beyond your J job and how did you make sustainability as part of quality assurance, which typically is not the case? Well, I must say, um, looking at three years back, when I was approached by um, our cluster general manager, William Harley Fleming, he mentioned that he wanted to see the department overseeing uh, the four key pillars, which is uh, customer experience and guest feedback, as well as the food safety, 
sustainability and uh, brand standards and compliance. At that time, uh, the whole idea was uh, that, you know, there's it's not sustainability, it's CSR, corporate social responsibility. <laughs> Having looked back then again, I went back and corrected our leadership and said, you know what, it's not actually corporate social responsibility, but it's sustainability. It's everyone's responsibility. So <laughs> ever since then, now we've stopped using the CSR uh, way of uh, identifying uh, sustainability, but rather use sustainability as the new word that should be actually for everyone. Oh, that's a nice story. So that's how quality assurance and sustainability now sit together. Correct. That's correct. Perfect. And in terms of how you've championed the hotel, let's talk about some of the key initiatives you've done. Mm -hmm. And in the episode, I'm really curious to understand from you the changes that you've made to water. Okay. The changes that you've made to waste because I think waste is one key segment that's probably overlooked or under- misunderstood that's correct. in plenty of hotels. And I also want to hear from you what I heard this morning about your team engagement, wow. the way you're galvanizing your team together and actually doing something, which is really great for me to listen. So let's start up first one, water. Wow. I mean, uh, Water is a very uh, big topic nowadays, and uh, as you can imagine, uh, in the rest of the world, it's uh, it's something that's going to be very scarce in the future. So, um, what we've done at uh, J Resorts and Hotels, and uh, moreover at the at the at the resort, um, two years back, we actually looked at how can we. Uh, remove all the single-use plastic bottles that used to be in the guest rooms. Mm-hmm. So basically, we used to offer about 500 ml bottles of water to 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 a room, and uh, we would place two bottles of water in the room. So we took a conscious decision to actually make sure that we remove all the plastic bottles, and we invested in a centralized water bottling plant, mm-hmm. whereby it was an, an investment of close to 1.4 million dirhams, and the, during the conceptualizing of the whole project, it was actually a journey in itself and uh, with the amount of work that we did behind the scenes <laughs> to make sure that we actually achieve a centralized bottling system that can actually cater for all the 800 room keys that we have at the resort. So basically, um, we have set the industry standards at the moment, whereby uh, we are now, other hotels, uh, we are allowing them to come over to the resort to learn what we're doing. And at the same time, looking at the cleanliness and hygiene standards that we've placed because it's a food safety area. And moreover, we also said that we don't only want to, you know, put the glass bottles uh, in guest rooms, but also involve our associates and give them JA branded flasks. So we went a step further and we also um, educated our associates on the on the need to actually remove single use plastic bottles at the resort. Um, we have also invested in uh, having water dispenser stations across all the outlets. Correct. So even in the offices, you can find those water dispensers where staff can actually just go straight and, you know, fill in their water bottles there. And it's, it's actually the right thing to do. Perfect. And there's no single plastic now. Well, uh, at the moment, there is no single use plastic. Uh, normally, when I walk around <laughs> and see the associates with any plastic bottles, I remind them, come on, guys, you have to <laughs> use your flasks. <laughs> and also just one one interesting thing to mention is that uh, uh, for Jay, the resort sustainability started in 1981, where we actually uh, invested in a reverse osmosis plant whereby we are doing, uh, you know, we get the water from the sea and through the reverse osmosis, we are able to actually utilize our own water and the same water goes back into the greenery of the resort. So we are actually achieving a circular economy. 
completely. Completely. And the bottling plant only helped in enhancing the process. Correct. That's correct. Perfect. And since it's been three years since you have the bottling plant, what returns are you seeing now? Well, I must say, you know, um, when you're buying uh, water, uh, it's it, it, it's a costly thing here in Dubai to actually buy water and sell water to guests. We do have the option of selling glass water, uh, water to guests also who maybe want to opt for, you know, getting uh, water from a different brand. Uh, but we have seen it as a social return on investment. I always tell people it's the right thing to do, how we balance uh, the triple bottom line, uh, people, profit and planet. So we said it's not only about the numbers, but it's a social return on investment, whereby I can say we, we worked out a, a period of about four to five years. So at the moment, we have still not amortized on it, but uh, it's something that we know is the right thing to do. And it obviously has good returns on investment. Correct. And how is the customer feedback been? Well, uh, we receive a lot of guests who are actually so excited to see that we have glass bottles in the rooms, which are, you know, branded with a nice sustainability uh, story there. And uh, they say that uh, a lot of uh, hotels they have stayed in, they don't see this. So they're usually interested to know how do we do it. And we receive a lot of feedback where guests are actually uh, complimenting us for actually being the first uh, resort in the region to have glass bottles you know, in the guest rooms. So it's, it's, it's well received. Um, a lot of people are now more passionate about the environment and uh, what organizations are doing about it. So we, we do actually even receive a lot of uh, people who reach out to us through different channels asking how did we actually put the glass bottles. Perfect. Yeah. So you've actually seen returns in other ways come back to you. Correct. That's correct. Much sooner than you thought. Yes, much sooner than we thought. But then again, uh, during COVID, obviously, things slowed down. Oh, yeah. And then we had two of our hotels closed. Uh, so we had a little bit of an impact during that period. But I must say we are really moving in the right direction. And uh, obviously, this is the right thing to do. And I can tell you right now, other hotel organizations will follow the same. So we, so we are really proud to be the industry leaders, leaders in, doing this in, in doing this. Really successfully well. Correct. Moving on to industry leaders, what I saw at the property with waste was truly something. Wow. So Thank I think so I really want you to take some time to tell us how did you go from having all the segregation installed to ensuring that your hotel and also your office both now have everything segregated, the waste is sorted, mm -hmm. it goes to your waste management. Walk us through the journey, Samuel. Wow, it, was, it wasn't an easy journey, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> because in this region, you'd have to change uh, the mindset. And, uh, you know, it's, it's also about uh, uh, different uh, cultures from, uh, you know, we have associates who are coming from different backgrounds. So there's a lot of training and awareness that goes behind the scene. But then again, I must say the journey in itself has taken time. It wasn't a one-day job or a two-month job. It has taken a few years before we could reach where we are at the moment. Uh, basically, we partnered with uh, Beer, who are our official uh, waste management uh, company. We don't, I don't refer to them as suppliers or anything. I refer to them as partners, Great. right? Because we are doing a lot of initiatives with them. Um, I must say they do actually support our recycling program, whereby we actually get rebates from the recyclable materials that we get. Um, so basically, the, the money that we make from there, we go back and use this money to our green champions, who are actually those associates who are driving change behind the scenes and actually looking at the recycling program if it's working across the resort. So mm. we incentivize them with a little bit of, uh, you know, some money just to keep them encouraged and so that they can continue supporting with the program. 
And at the same time, uh, I, I looked at uh, all the offices. Um, you know, we used to have small bins and uh, I realized recycling starts on site even from the offices. Correct. So we removed more than 120 bins across all the offices in the resort and we put recycling bins so that we can be able to upscale the recycling program and so that people can start realizing that, oh, wow, I have a plastic waste here. I have, you know, uh, you know any, any type of waste so they know where to uh, actually dispose of those waste. Correct. So we've done that. Um, the journey in itself is also still progressing. We are still, <laughs> we are still moving forward with new initiatives in terms of uh, waste management at the resort because you can imagine the resort with 800 room keys with three different properties and experiences is not so easy, also including the JA Shooting Club where we have the sports center. So recycling is full on across the entire site. Correct. Yeah. But like you said, I think from what I understood in the conversation, two things. One, raising awareness. So you started to raise awareness. You've started to say importance of segregation of waste correct. on site. That's correct. So you're doing a splendid job in that. And I think that's something so that any hotel can do, be it small, big, medium size, have the budget, don't have the budget. Raising awareness is something that I think everyone can do that's and correct. should learn. That's correct. Absolutely. And Samuel's always I must say, I think the general manager and the team, they have left their doors open for everyone to come and see how does segregation happen with them. Correct. So we, thank you for doing that. Thank you so much. We we welcome people in the industry to come and learn from us because, again, at the same time, it's a win-win. We are all trying to achieve one goal here, and we want to do the right thing. So we do support other hotels. We do support other organizations who want to learn from us. So we, are, we have an open-door policy. So Beautiful. We are more than welcome to come back again and uh, learn a few more things. <laughs> Great. No, like I was saying, one is showing awareness, which you've started to really do. The second one is partnerships. Correct. I think we can't underestimate the power of partnerships when it comes to achieving planet, people, the triple bottom line That's approach. Correct. And, yeah. you know, P is part of it, which is partnerships. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting when you mentioned the commercial model with beer. Mm -hmm. So they pay you back for all of the waste that you, which is typical of any management firm, right? Yes, I mean, uh, what what we did uh, during the transition was that we wanted to make sure that we'll have a partner who will support our recycling initiatives. Uh -huh. Hence, we do a lot of recycling around carton boxes, we recycle used cooking oil, we recycle plastic, and then basically they give us a rebate back, and that's the money that we use to buy recycling bins. That's the money that we use to incentivize associates. So it's a very good way of actually um, getting organizations involved in terms of also uh, what do you get out of it as Correct. a rebate. So uh, there is a WIFIM for both of us and uh, we are helping them also segregate waste on site so it becomes easier for them <laughs> when they collect that recyclable waste. And uh, I mean, it's, it's the right thing to do. That's a great learning. I think being smart about what you're doing and actually using that so you don't depend on CAPEX, you don't depend on any other budgets. That's correct. You're able to fund your activities yes. through the rebates that you get. Absolutely. And what's your target next year? Well, uh, we have, uh, just to mention that, you know, before we used to use uh, Excel sheets to look at our waste uh, data, and that used to be a tedious job. Now we've transitioned into an online platform called the Waste Pro whereby now we're able to have an overview of our waste management across the resort. And that has given us a very uh, good uh, way of actually setting targets for next year, because after looking at uh, the amount of waste that we, uh, we are actually diverting from the landfill, we could see that we reached up until 3% at one particular point. 
So the target now is to achieve 4% by next year. And obviously, um, with us looking at other solutions such as compost waste machines, we are able, I'm sure, to, to increase that uh, number at a higher uh, figure. So 4% is our target for next year. So 4%, explain to me, what is the 4%? The 4% is the amount of waste that we are diverting from the landfill. So that's the recyclable waste, which okay. does not end up in the landfill, but it, it ends up in the uh, refining, uh, you know, in the facility in beer. So it doesn't go back to landfill. Okay. Because you can imagine the landfills, even uh, in Dubai at the moment, they have just uh, issued a new tipping and, uh, you know, fees. Fees from, increase. Uh, yes, so that we can discourage... Uh, more of uh, waste going into the landfill. That's a very interesting measurement to have because what I've heard is hotels usually have percentage of reduction. That's correct, yes. Whereas you're looking at how much you actually recycle. That's true. So yeah. we, we are, it's, it's a good way of also um, making organizations think of uh, you know, best practices and what to do in terms of reducing waste on site. So I'm quite sure now more organizations will be keen on investing into digesters, into compost uh, solutions, because I, I also know that there was, a, um, there was a guideline given by the Ministry of Climate Change of reducing waste from 75% on site. So I'm sure government is also keen on making sure that organizations take the full responsibility of the amount of waste that they produce and also look at solutions at how they can actually be able to manage that waste on site. So I think uh, it will catch up with uh, other organizations. So people need to start thinking uh, of you know next year and what, what, what needs to be done. Because I can tell you, frankly, we have the climate change coming into UAE uh, in uh, COP28. So for sure, a lot of organizations, a lot of companies will start thinking of sustainable solutions. Perfect. And that reminds me. So what's the future plan for you, Samuel? Wow, that's a very nice, interesting question. I mean, for me, I think personally, I want to be able to gel in more with, uh, with the Ministry of Climate Change, with other government entities. I want to be able to play a role as a climate change champion or an advocate of climate change and uh, sustainable development goals. So I want to be able to be in those interactions, in those discussions uh, that are taking place with the government and uh, also with those organizations who need help in terms of you know training and awareness. I'm, I'm happy to, to, to do that and to, to help the industry to move into a more sustainable uh, future. So you're probably going to merge quality assurance into sustainability as you go forward. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, uh, the model of quality assurance, I think now is changing across the market. I can see a lot of uh, hotel organizations uh, merging quality and sustainability and, you know, brand standards and compliance. All that goes hand in hand because you also need regulation, you need policies, you need procedures to be put in place. And then at the same time, you need compliance. You need people who are able uh, to drive, to be the key drivers of making sure that the process is working. Because if you don't check, then it doesn't happen in the back scene. Correct. So it's important to have those uh, pillars uh, embedded in one uh, department or I would say one structure. Nice. So you've told us what's the future plan for Samuel. What's the future plan for JA Resorts? I must in say... In terms of sustainability. I must say in 2022, we have uh, great initiatives coming up. Obviously, we are looking at now in, in time for the climate change uh, workshop. We want to see how we can now start getting delegations in from different countries next year. So that will be a key focus for us to ensure that when this workshop comes into the country, we are able to be there as the leaders in the industry and Correct. we are able to welcome those countries who want to choose sustainable hotels. 
to stay in. So that will be one uh, thing that we will be doing next year. Uh, other initiatives are still in place. Uh, we are looking at uh, compost solution. Uh, so we want to be able to reduce food waste because food waste is massive. I personally believe 60% of the waste that comes from the resort is from food. So if we are able to also invest in a compost solution, we will be able to divert a lot of waste from going into the landfill. That at the end also makes sure that uh, your also your uh, garbage collection charges are right. reduced. And your carbon so, footprint is much lower. Absolutely. It's plenty of other things. And because you have acres and acres of lawn and landscape that you can actually do. Exactly. So, so we much can, you can put a circular can, solution right there. Correct. We can partner with our, you know, we have a company called Orient, for example, at the resort. So they do the greenery of the resort and we can partner with them and give them the compost, you know, to again make sure that the greenery happens in a, in a way that uh, we're using the compost to actually uh, go into the greenery of the resort. So very interesting, Sam. And at the same time, we have the winner solutions, right? So we are also looking at forecasting uh, food. Correct. Uh, so normally our kitchen team uh, are, are, are doing the segregation of the food categories so that when they prepare buffet, they're able to know what amount of food is going into waste so they can prepare less. So we also have hand in hand once you look at compost, but at the same time, if you have winner solution also to forecast food waste, it's important and it helps you to reduce your 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 costs and your waste your food waste in general so i must say correct so you have the technology and you're correct. investing more as you go further yes we'll definitely look at more clean tech solutions and uh, we'll definitely explore with other partners i can tell you right now we are in talks with so many other partners who want to come in on board and help us to you know uh, do the right thing so we will continue doing that and we we have a leadership that are very supportive i can tell you empowerment is key at the resort and that's what has made the resort very successful in terms of uh, being a very sustainable resort because you can imagine um, the the key kpis for submitting um, for the dubai's most sustainable five-star resort is a very stringent process that looks at all these things training looks at you know awareness looks at water energy so there's various indicators there where if you don't have empowerment, if you don't have support from your leadership, it will be nearly close to impossible to achieve these things. No, definitely. And I think I can see it in person when I've invited you and the ecosystem, the empowerment you have is definitely there. So well done to your leadership for giving Thank you, you so that. Much. Sitting here in December now, okay. I'm really interested to have a little wrap up round with you. Wow. Let's so go tell for me, it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what's been the biggest achievement this year for you? Well, uh, for me, I think personally this year, the fact that we are able to successfully welcome other hotels to come and learn from us is a big achievement. And the fact that we, we welcome DTCM over to the Correct. resort to see the whole process of the centralized water bottling system and the fact that we have opened our doors now to other hotels to come and see what we're doing is a big, big achievement for us and the team down there at the resort. Correct. So I think this is a game changer in the industry. Um, a lot of uh, organizations and hotels will come and learn and will also do the same. They're investing right now in uh, having uh, solutions such as dispensers and centralized bottling plants. So that, that was a big achievement for us to have opened our doors to other partners who you know want to achieve the same goal. Nice. So we are also supporting the government here and we, are, we, are, we want you're, to be a at good the ambassador. forefront. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and for listeners, because I have global listeners listening to the podcast, I would just like to clarify DTCM is Dubai Tourism Commerce Marketing. 
That's so correct. DTCM is typically uh, Dubai Tourism, and that's the award that you've received. Correct. And DTCM, uh, Dubai Tourism and Commerce Marketing, are the ones who oversee all the hotel establishments. Sustainability initiatives. As well. As correct. well. Correct. Perfect. So you've told us what's been your highest point. Correct. Now <laughs> tell me one thing. What's been challenging this year for you? Well, um, I must say during these COVID times, uh, we've seen a lot of guidelines coming in and we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, um, adjustments in terms of how do we manage guests while they're coming over to the resort. And for us, you know, with, uh, with, with COVID um, guidelines and measures uh, being implemented in hotel organizations has been a big, big challenge, especially to try and educate those travelers who are coming over to the resort. So we do ensure that uh, the teams are fully aware that we are informing guests, for example, to wear masks, um, for example, to sanitize their hands, and how we are also fogging and sanitizing our rooms at the resort. So that has been a challenge for the entire team and how we are actually adapting into the new health and safety guidelines that are being communicated by yeah. travel partners because we handle that as well. So you have to update your self-assessment and uh, it's not an easy job to, you know, uh, make sure that uh, you're fully compliant. Uh, it's been a challenge, but at the same time, it's been a good thing because we, I can tell you up until date, we haven't received any fines from the authorities in terms of violating any COVID guidelines. So it's been a challenge, but it's also been uh, a very interesting journey, mm. I must say. Nice. And you've definitely told us what's your most unsustainable thing about the hotel that you want to change. The most unsustainable thing about the hotel. Wow, that's a very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put you on a wrap-up round challenge. Um, I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, when we are looking at, uh, for example, solutions uh, with the sports center, we have a big challenge with the football teams, for example, or rugby teams who are coming over to, you know, use the facilities at uh, the sports center. And uh, there's a lot of plastic bottles being used there. So we are trying to look at solutions where we can actually put water dispenser stations and start educating these teams to start using flasks. Because I see a lot of waste in terms of plastic bottle that goes into this events and you know activities that happen when it comes to football teams or rugby teams so i think for me if i'm able to convince these teams to start thinking of uh, investing in flasks and you know organizations such as us investing in dispenser stations where you can give water for free that would be a big 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 achievement nice thank you thank for you so sharing much. that with us thank you Samuel, going back to sustainability about the resort, there's one thing that I would really want you to share with the listeners, which I found very unique when I toured the resort, mm -hmm. which is your laundry operations. What I found unique about it is that there is zero waste from the laundry. Is that correct? Well, I, I must say not entirely zero waste, but okay. uh, the fact that we have, we have tried as much as possible to ensure that we achieve a circular economy by reusing the water that comes from our laundry. So what the company has done or what the organization has done is that we have invested in an effluent treatment plant whereby we treat all the wastewater that comes from laundry and then it goes back into the greenery of the resort. So when you see that resort so green, it comes from the water that comes from the laundry, which uh, I must say our laundry is one of the biggest in the region uh, where we actually manage about more than 15 contracts and with over 24 tons of uh, linen being, you know, 
turned over in, in, in a day at times. So, so that's it's, it's a big nearly, operation. That's nearly zero waste then. Correct, nearly zero. <laughs> nearly there. <laughs> I thought that was really something interesting. And I think I'll include in the show notes more details about how that's being done. So anyone can reach out and see who supports or who partners with JA Resorts to achieve the nearly zero laundry system. Yeah, and in addition to that, we also have the sewage treatment plant whereby all the we treat all the water that comes from pl- public washrooms, from all the guest washrooms, Correct. and that goes into the sewage treatment plant. We treat that water and then we use it again to the greenery of Correct. the resorts. All of these were set up at the time of the hotel opening or were these we, additions as you went through? At the time of opening, the sewage treatment plant was there. But Correct. then again, we added the effluent treatment plant when we realized the laundry operation is be- becoming massive now. And obviously, we, did not, we, don't, we don't want to, you know, um, uh, use this water in the wrong way. So we said, let's invest in an effluent treatment plant whereby we can treat this water and achieve a circular economy by, you know, the water going back to the greenery. So that was added uh, at a much later stage, I must say. Nice. And I spoke to your procurement team, and I was really interested to learn one statistics which caught my attention there. So 10% of all that you consume in the hotel is local or is sustainable. Correct me on this number. And what is it? Yes, we have set a target on a group level whereby uh, we have said 10% of the products that we have at the resort are sustainable products versus unsustainable products, meaning that either they are locally produced mm-hmm. or maybe they're green certified, uh, you know, uh, bio uh, friendly products. Uh, as you can see, we don't have uh, plastic straws at the resort, so we have biodegradable straws, for example. Uh, we have the Alain plant-based water bottles, which are actually bottles that can be disposed of in a in a different way. It's not plastic. So there, there are initiatives, there are measures that we've put in place, even in terms of uh, buying, um, you know, um, IT-related stuff. We must buy things that are also eco-friendly for instance. So that's what makes us uh, uh, sustainable in a way that we are achieving the 10%. So that's the target we set. And when we did the report, along with our group uh, procurement uh, manager, Hisham, I'm sure you met him already, we found out that we actually have a lot more products that we we, uh, we buy locally. So it's sustainability is across every team. Every department has sustainability as a measure in their KPI, in their actions. Absolutely. If you go around the resort, you'll find uh, everyone uh, on one way or the other, they know about sustainability and they're doing something to either reduce paper or either to recycle. There are initiatives in place in different departments, so they are actually supporting that. And as I mentioned to you earlier, we did a a video on sustainability pledge (laughs) whereby everyone is aware on what's happening at the resort and what are the initiatives that we have. So they all support, the team are very active in supporting these initiatives and it's all a matter of reminding them every day. So they they, they know that uh, we all need to live a sustainable life. <laughs> and I think that's where Samuel's role comes in. And you know that's where it really goes to show you don't have to be a general manager, you don't have to have the sustainability title in your job but you actually can do the work. And Samuel is a true champion when you go into JA Resorts, the 800-room hotel sings his name the moment you mention sustainability. You know, (laughs) when you go in, as you check in, as you actually take the security, the moment you mention sustainability, they probably think you're visiting Samuel. (laughs) And I think that's when, when you live and breathe something into the hotel, the passion 
drives people around you to behave in a similar way. So I'm curious, what's the pledge? Have you made everyone take the pledge? Yes, uh, we've uh, gotten all the team members to pledge to the sustainability uh, commitment that we have at the resort. It starts from uh, bottom up, uh, meaning that uh, from all the associates, team members who are down there and our leadership as well. So we don't start it from only from top down, but also from down there moving up. So you have to involve everyone and everyone has to know what is sustainability. If you move around the resort, you'll find notice boards which are educating associates on the sustainable development goals, for instance, uh, what are the initiatives that are in place. So a lot of associates are actually interested and uh, they, they actually come back to our office to ask how can they help, how can they support, and we have a green team now whereby uh, we have different team members from different departments joining in. And uh, we recently recognized them with our partner's beer, gave them some certificates, and they were really happy to, you know, to be a part of that process. So I think it, it comes down to also once you share that awareness, once you share information with them, they'll be keen on, you know, joining in and wanting to know more. That's definitely a good change you're bringing in, Samuel. Thank you so and much. And I think it's a change that was really called for. Is there any leaving message you want to leave for other managers in the journey in hotel who are probably doing their day-to-day -day job and not clear or not uncertain about what can they contribute to a sustainable tomorrow? I think uh, my key message would be to inform everyone out there that uh, sustainability is not only about numbers. Yeah, I think social return on investment should be the new way of looking at things, not only about, uh, you know, focusing on how much does it cost, but ask yourself the question, are you doing the right thing? So the right thing is to support environmental initiatives. The right thing is to reduce uh, single-use plastic. The right thing is to actually have that support from leadership going down and also including your owners. If your owners understand uh, what sustainability is all about, I'm quite sure that change can be achieved in a much more shorter time. Well done. Thank you, Samuel, for joining us. I think I would like to close the show with that. It's just a little inspiration from us here to any hotel in the world to say when you have supportive owners, leverage it. Just like what Samuel did, leverage it so you build a platform and you're able to walk the talk for a sustainable tomorrow. That's Thank correct. you so much. Thank you so much for having me here.